What's up, everybody? It's your girl back at it again with another podcast. It is Sunday morning. Sunday morning, 2.40 a.m. And the sun is shining on the east side. Really, I'm the plug, and tonight we're talking about drug dealers. Draped in all designer, draped in all designer. Hold up, sorry, draped in all designer, draped in all designer, draped in all designer, draped in all designer. Yeah. I got all exotic bitches. You gon' think I'm racist? I just caught a gang of bitches out of immigration. You gon' think we're praying money 'cause the way we make it. I got all these fucking whips and I got no payments. Pink snail sand in the dashboard with me. Got a gang of bras riding and they on drugs with me. Got a gang of cash on me like I brought the drugs with me. Niggas looking for the drugs, nigga. I'm the plug, really. I fucked it up. Really, I'm the plug. Really, I'm the plug. Put it on my tab. Put it on my tab. Franchise brag on me. Bron, bron. Steph Curry wrist, nigga. Oakland. Perkies for the bitches matching Don Juan. Standing ovation in the encore. I keep a nice Nike Concord. <laughs> At one time in my life, I was the plug. Niggas were coming for me. Can I get 10 Adderalls? Can I get 30 Xanaxes? Oh, yeah. I had, oh baby, I had the 10s, the 20s, the 30s, the yellows, the school buses, the fucking, the hulks, baby, the three, the twos, the ones, the footballs, baby. Baby. I had the IRs and the XRs, what you want? I'm the farm. I'm a farmer, big farmer. Call me. That, that's my rap name is Big Pharma. <laughs> big Pharma on the beat. Pharma on that ass. Big Pharma activist. That's one thing I never fucked with was um lean. Yeah, that's one thing I never... Well, 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 well. I never drank it. Well, no, I never drank it. I never dipped... I only dipped it in, like, a blunt, which really wasn't even that great. It was a waste, perhaps. I mean, the way people react to lean being in the room is just stupendous. I mean, have you ever seen... Have you ever seen a a 22-year-old man see lean? He'll freak out. I mean, even if you just, like... Put duct tape over a bottle and kind of put like some red juice in it, purple grape juice. He'll he'll freak out. I've never I've never seen grown men squeal so much. If you bring a bottle of lean around a grown man, he'd be like, I don't get it. It's weird. It's like it's like it's like it's like licking his taint. Licking his taint. Lick your man's taint, ladies. Lick it.
You know, I have this one nigga, this one friend. I'm not going to say his name because he's going to come on the podcast later on. But this nigga would sell guns. from school was supervised by my mom oh yeah my mom is a she's a force to be reckoned with for sure and it's not state that's for sure but out of safety concerns I'm not gonna like tell you who my mom is what she does for for her job just know that if you're in trouble you're gonna see my mom Basically, my nigga got caught up selling guns to the cartels. He got caught up selling guns to the cartels and was making money. I mean, this nigga was rolling up on Indi- like Indian school, bro. Like he'll tell you he was rolling up on Indian school and like the hood, bro. Like all dumb, like fucking like. Like, mo, mo, mo money, mo guns, pawn shop and shit. And, like, allegedly, allegedly. Buying AKs, buying, like, buying all types of shit. All types of shit, my nigga. Getting double the price and cash, my nigga. And I'm just like, my nigga, since when? You know what, baby? I hope you're doing good. I hope you're on the up and up. Because my mom, one thing about my mom, she's very hard when you fuck up again. She's not nice. She's not nice. My mom deals a lot with cartels. My mom is no stranger to a drug dealer. Um, this episode today is about drug dealers. Before we get deep into it, hop on to the patreon.com slash podcast. Pledge that pledge, whatever you feel. I believe I'm going to put up videos on Patreon because I don't know if I should vlog. Or I don't know, but like... I'm going to put videos on Patreon. I think I'm going to put podcast videos on Patreon to show you like how I do. Show you how I live. Show you how I'm rolling. Show you my setup. I'm going to need a couple cameras and some lighting for that. But 
I'm gonna give you something. I'm gonna I'm gonna offer something. I'm gonna offer something on the Patreon for sure. Videos. You wanna watch me do the podcast? Let's do it. We're playing all the drug music. Ha! Pop in the mail, it's gone. Man, the baby's career was like this this big. It was as tall as him. <laughs> My mom deals a lot with cartels and like she deals a lot not with them on an individual level but on an organizational level, like on a the cartels, you guys, they're not some, they're not, they're not Iraq, you guys. They're highly sophisticated warlords in skinny jeans and pastel with no fucking, I don't know why they aren't buying vests, you know what I mean? Like, more military stuff that would be like i mean the the the, like people in iraq they have our shit they can find us with our own shit that's how we lost that's how we lost we lost like people don't want to say we lost but we lost we we ran like bitches we didn't run but we ran fuck it that's gonna be my next episode is children of 9-11 were you a child when 9-11 happened in the u.s I'm not trying to take away from people's experience who were in Lebanon, who were in Iraq, who were in in the Middle East during the invasion of the U.S. invasion. I just, we need to talk to people who are three years old, two years old, one years old, an infant. We need to talk to kids who saw our, our parents fight and our aunties fight and our uncles fight for the Iraq war and come back all fucked up. My mom's boyfriend is fucked up because he fought in Iraq and he has all this pride and for what? For pedophiles, heroin, and an embarrassment for 20 years of false promises, of false narratives. For 20 years of lies for money and heroin and not heroin, opium, same shit. And tomorrow's mental health episode is going to be about... Two episodes tomorrow are going to be about mental health and two episodes tomorrow are going to be about... Our regularly scheduled program. So I apologize for not coming out with the mental health episode at this time. It's just that the episode I was going to come out with is depression in kids. So I think you want to save that. I think you want something lighthearted and fun. It's the weekend. I'm so groovy. I got power. I'm so groovy. I got power. Oh, that's your bitch. I just bought her. Man, that's your bitch. I just bought a person running. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for drug dealers, we wouldn't have a culture, you guys. If it wasn't for these kingpins, these groundsmen, these big guys, we wouldn't have a future. I wouldn't have a career. I wouldn't have a mental illness. I'm just kidding. But like... You know when the weed comes from tires, bro. Like you know when a weed, when bags of weed is stuffed in tires. You ever tasted a brick? Of, you ever smoked some Reggie? You're like, this shit tastes like tires, bro. Like, 
I heard they're putting fentanyl in the weed now. That's what I heard. <coughs> Man, you can't trust nothing white these days on the street, bro. NX bars, nah. Cocaine, nah. They're putting like piperzines in Coke. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what's wrong. Let me go through my drug dealers real quick. There was this one guy, his name's rhymes with, with Stoney. I'm not gonna tell my drug dealers' names, but his name's rhymes with Stoney. And I fucked him. Yeah. Sucked him off once after that. But he was crazy. He was shot in the head. Um and like he was on some weird shit. He was like, make me your slave. And I'm like, what? What? Make me your make me your slave? Make you my slave? I was like, there's something deep here. There's something, there's an issue. There's there's an underlying issue here that this seemingly strong cocaine Don from, where was he from? Colombia? No, he was Puerto Rican. Same thing to me. I'm just kidding. But like, he was Puerto Rican and basically desperate. He had six kids. So I had, I couldn't have sex with him in good conscience knowing he had six kids. Cause like my dad has 11 kids and I was just like, you know what? I can't, my spirit won't allow me to do this. My spirit won't allow me to do it. So like, I, he's like, make me your slave. I'm like, you have six kids. Ew. Ew. When I was dealing drugs, I wanted to be cool. I wanted money. I wanted a lifestyle that I have now, how I can just jet and leave. Um... I, I I didn't have to. I could have. There's a lot of kids who were in a position worse than me who had no money. I mean, I was bankrupt. That means we were on like a tight, tight budget where at times I, there was no spending money for me, which is kind of part of a budget. But I had some kids who literally were one bill away from dropping out. Because they, because like honestly, it's like if you are a kid at ASU and you want a job, you want a part time job, and you don't have a car, you're walking there. And like, not only are you walking to work, haha, <laughs> work, 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 not only are you walking to work, um, you're competing in the market. It's like everybody has the same availability as you. Everyone's able-bodied as you. Everyone's smart. Everyone has a spectacular resume. Everyone's going to ASU. What makes you different? So when I was doing what I do, allegedly, 
I don't want to detail it because the statute of limitations aren't up and I don't want the DA to come back on me. So I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want to get caught in the Rico. I'm going to keep my mouth shut because young thugs in jail right now. But when you're drug dealing, you got a lot of fake love. Fake love. I got niggas always showing fake love to me. Fake love to me. I got here. Straight up to my thanks. Straight up to my thanks. Hey, can I get a 3.7 to a 3.5? Straight up to my thanks. It sucks. It sucks because you know everyone is fake. Because, like, everyone's coming in the room, like, hey. Can I get two Xanaxes? Can I get five 20 milligram instant release Adderalls? And you're just like, all right, cool. And they're like, we should totally hang out. And you're just like, yeah. And then like, what really got me were the guys. Like the guys. There was this one guy from Jordan. He was fine as hell. He was fine. He was fine. We were making out when I had the chance to fuck him, but I was trying to do the play hard to get because I saw marriage. He was fine. I love Middle Eastern men. Like, you're my type. Like, guys from the Middle East, like, oh. Guys from Korea are next. Like, Asian men are next. Like, ugh. Have my babies. Or make, make me have your babies. I'll be submissive for an Arab man. Fuck. I'll I'll switch religions for an Arab man. I had this couple I talked about before named Justin and Val. And like our relationship got so tainted that they asked me to mail a boat for them. For those of you who don't know what a boat is, it's a thousand pills. It could be a thousand anything. A boat of Perkies, a boat of Xanax, a boat of Adderall. could be anything when i was little like drug dealers didn't really scare me because my aunt was kind of that and i had experience with you know like negative experience with 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 that with how to forgive a murderer if you haven't listened to that episode go ahead and peep that in season three it's one of the highest growing episodes on the charts so thank you my aunt did a lot of the like there was when I by the time I came in contact with my first drug dealer there was just no shock value there was just um I was like oh this is what it is my first drug dealer that I met his name was um well the first real drug dealer that I met his name was um I'm not gonna say his name but His name rhymes with wall, but like he sold meth. He sold everything and he, but he did meth. And like, it was a rumor. It was only, it was only speculation that he did meth. You could never outright call him out and say he did meth because meth had a shame to it. There was real shame in doing meth. 
now it's just like everywhere. It's like everyone does meth out here in Arizona. It's like a it's like a secret disease. People are dying, people are overdosing. And then you got motherfuckers out here selling fentanyl Percocets. And I bet you anything, Wall sells those. But like Wall got his karma. His baby mama can't walk anymore. So he's pushing her around. One time, their daughter told me that she witnessed their friend cut open, allegedly, cut open someone's lungs after they overdosed just so they can scrape out more meth. More G. That's what we call it out here, G. There's a lot of fear of being a drug dealer. A lot of fear. But before we get into that, hop on to the patreon.com slash the man and podcast and pledge that pledge. Hop on to mdmaq.com and fine art prints are for sale. Get your fine art prints, you guys. This episode is sponsored by me. The prints are something spectacular. I have one where it kind of it's kind of counts as a nude. Really counts as a nude. It's got it's got the titties are out. You know. I got the Elvira Hancock smoking a cigarette. I got the I got a black girl. I got one of my most popular stickers as a print. And I got Los Dos Putas as a print. Don't you let it squeal And it's not the I don't know the lyrics, but it's what I, I'm thinking of you that I, I like a swan. I like a swan. I like a swan. I know, I know, I know, I know you want me. You're just a pig inside a human body. Squill out, squill out, squill out. You're so disgusting. You're just a pig inside. No, I, I know, I know, I know you want me. You're just a pig inside a human body. Squill out, squill out, squill out. You're so disgusting. You're just a pig inside. I know someone out there is singing with me. Lady Gaga. Art pop. Art pop. Art pop. Yes. Yes, 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 
drug dealing climate isn't the same anymore, you guys. It's more dangerous. Like, when I was doing it, I didn't have a gun. And I, sh- I should have because the places I was going, people were strapped, bro. Like, they were strapped. And, like, there was a lot of danger. There's a lot of danger around when you're drug dealing. Like, when it's combined with the fake love, like, getting set up could be so easy. Like, there were a lot of vehicles that I jumped into. They could have held me at gunpoint. Like, there, there, there was... I thought I was taking safety measures by only taking, like, if someone, for example, if someone wanted 15 pills... I would only take 15 pills. I wouldn't take my whole boat or I wouldn't take my whole bottle. I remember one time I got into a car with this guy from Kuwait and he ordered 20 Xanaxes and he gave me $120. Wait, 20. No, he gave me 140. Wait, seven times 20. He gave me 140, 160 bucks. And I was scared for my life because he talked like this. You got the Xanax. And I was like, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah. I got the Xanax, sure. Being a drug dealer is not sustainable. Listen. I don't know who needs to hear this, but if you're drug dealing, it's not sustainable. I had this one dealer. Let me talk about her really quick. I'm not going to say her name out of respect, but like she does deal with mental illness like I do. And she does deal. She does have children. But like she was very she did it in a way that was so unconventional that it was almost safe, that it was almost wholesome in a way the way she did it. Like, I hope she's not caught because her kids are really lovely. I love the vibe that her six-year-old, or she's probably seven now, um, brought in the room. But, like, just the damage. Can you imagine the damage that her kids are going to, like, ensue? Because, like, this woman would just have drugs everywhere. I mean, like mushrooms, acid, molly, ecstasy, weed, DMT, like where I was doing all those crazy drugs, I was at her house. I was at her house like every single day. And when you have a drug dealer like that, when you have a drug dealer that lets you hang out with them, you take advantage, guys. And that's what I did. So if you're listening, girl, I'm sorry. I was a fake friend. 100%. But there was a part of me that... Because in the beginning, I didn't want to associate with you. In the beginning, I didn't want to be an average. And I became an average. And I mean that in the most respectful way, even though it's really rude. I learned a lot about myself dealing with you. I think we're both narcissists. I think we're both toxic. I think... It was really hard listening to you cheat on your husband the first four months of being fake friends. I mean, your husband has autism and you throw that around like it's... 
like like it's a badge of honor that, that you marry someone with autism that you are a good person because you married someone with autism i don't like that's really narky to me it's really narky and it's really narky of me to call you out and say you're an arc i'm an arc Oh, this is a song. Hold on, let me take a hit of this weed. Shout out to Lil Dubbies. Not Lil Dubbies, it's just Dubbies. Shout out to Mojave Flower. Shout out to Palm Battery. Shout out to Tia from Harvest. Sorry guys, I was feeling the spirit. I was feeling the spirit of Daft Punk alive 2007 set. I can't believe that she's almost 20 years old. <laughs> there are some speculations of homosexuality within drug dealing when it came to the first drug dealer that I had. Listen. He would make you suck his dick for some meth. That was the rumor. That was the rumor. Hey, don't go to so-and-so's house because he'll make you suck his dick. Like, I was like, ah! So, like, I, I think when it comes to certain drugs, like, all bets are off. Like, you, like I think that's why people boost. Like, they... What boosting is, I don't know if it's true everywhere else, but in Arizona, what boosting is, is when people don't have money for drugs, they go steal. And then they resell it to their drug dealer. It could, like, my... I had someone boost on me. They stole my laptop. They stole all kinds of shit. They stole presents. They stole all types of shit. And just to boost... They stole presents on Christmas. I was about to tear someone's ass up. All right, do you need it? It's good for you. This is the part, you guys. This is the part. Ride it with me. It's Gemini season. What's up, Gemini's? Hey, I need it too. All right, do you need it? It's good for you. You're good, we need it. Hey, I need it too. Pitbull and Sean Paul are coming to Arizona, you guys. I'm gonna shake my thing. Dale, dale, Mr. 305. Dale, 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 dale.
Have you ever been in a situation with a drug dealer where you're just like, oh shit, I need to get out of here. Justin and Val, I mentioned them before, which is why I'm naming them. I remember one night we were partying and Justin got held up at gunpoint because he went into a, a, a room to deal drugs and they held him up at gunpoint. They said, give me all your shit. He had all these drugs. He um, even like had $3,500 in cash and he had a gun. I just had a moment of silence because I can't imagine how scary that must be to be held up at gunpoint. That was my biggest fear was getting robbed or getting raped for my drugs. Um, I did not need to put myself in that position. And I, I apologize to myself. I apologize to you as an audience. I apologize to everyone that I gave drugs to. I shouldn't have done it. It was a huge mistake. But it paid for my apartment. It paid for a lot of things. I, If I didn't do it, I probably wouldn't have graduated college. Drug dealing afforded me a lot of leisure time to relax. I didn't have to work a full-time job or even a part-time job. I remember when I quit my part-time job because I was making too much money drug dealing. Why is this song coming on again? Why? Where's my playlist? Season four. Play all. How did you guys like that bitch episode yesterday? Did you like it? I liked it. I liked it a lot. I think other people liked it too. Oh, it's the end of the playlist. My man. I went on Twitter the other day and like asked, I was like, hey, do you guys like the music? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, fuck you then. Fuck you, you raggedy bitch. <laughs> I hope you guys learned a thing or two tonight, this morning, this evening. So I bid you adieu. Good morning, good evening, good night, good afternoon. Thank you for listening to the Man Candace podcast again. You guys are binge watching, binge listening. I see the chart. Thank you so much, everyone. I'm slurring. This is a David Bowie song called The Man Who Sold the World, covered by Nirvana. Made my way back home I showed up for the land For years and years I roamed 
I gaze a gazeless death. I fought a million hills. I thought you died alone a long, long time ago. Who knows? Not me. We never lost control. Your face to face. With the man who sold the world. Thank you so much. Hop onto the patreon.com slash Podcast. Hop onto mdmaq.com and buy your fine art prints. Good night, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're listening. I bid you adieu. Bye-bye.